Thank you, Jesus. Bibles, notebooks, and pens. This is where we learn how to pray. Amen. Jesus said, the disciples said to Jesus, teach me, teach us how to pray. So prayer is taught. Amen. We talked about the language of prayer. We talked about the words that we use in prayer. Somebody give me one word. One, two, three. Hallelujah. It's good to say hallelujah. Can we all practice? One, two, three. Glory be to God. Number two. Amen. When you pray, use the word amen. It shows your agreement with the heavens and your agreement with what God is doing. Can I get a great amen? amen. Can I get three great amens? Amen. One other word of prayer in prayer is holy. holy. When you pray, use the word holy. It shows your reverence to God. You're a holy God. It shows our reverence to him. Amen. Glory be to God. So we are talking about the dimensions. We said there are two levels of prayer. One level is prayer with what? Understanding. Good, 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 good. Prayer with understanding. And the other one is prayer without understanding. And both of them are required for every believer. There are things you're going to do in prayer that you do not understand. Amen? God will tell you, get up and walk. God will tell you, get up and go. God will tell you, clap your hands. And whether you understand it or not, somebody say, make it like Nike and... and tell your neighbor, make like Nike and... Just do it. Just do it. It's very important. So we narrowed down from the words and said prayer is also singing. Amen? We can sing as we pray. So it's important for you to flow in sweet worship and sweet songs as you pray. Amen? And then now we are in the body language of prayer. And we've already talked about lifting up our hands in a receiving posture. We've talked about lifting up our hands in a blessing posture. Palms out is blessings. Palms up is receiving. When you stretch your hands out because you are the light of the world, you focus the light. Amen? If you're praying for the sick, you don't pray with your hands in your pocket. You pray with hands stretched out and hands laid out on. There is a power in the touch. Amen? If your children are acting crazy, you put your hands on them and give them a soft touch. Come, come. This is my daughter here. Come, come. You put a nice soft touch and in your spirit, you're praying with under, without understanding, you know. You're just speaking in the Holy Ghost and, hey, how are you doing today? And somehow in her, uh, the, the anger is coming down, the stress is coming down, amen? So you pray or you touch. If your husband, your wife, it's important to touch because there is something I taught you that is in us. I taught during Get Up Girl. What is in us and comes out when we connect? Starts with V. Starts Virtue. The Spirit of God gives something in you that's called virtue. And the moment you touch somebody, virtue is released. Amen? That is why you cannot let anything that's happening in the world stop you from contacting. Amen? The Bible still tells us to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. 
the Bible still says you shall take up poisonous things and they will not harm you. Are we together? So that does not mean you become foolish. It just means that we need to realize the power of the touch. You know, foolish things like a touch. That is why, can I tell you something? In your relationships, never tell someone, don't touch me. Because what you're telling them is, I, what, what is in you, I don't want it. Like, like, don't touch me. As a believer, as a believer, don't touch me is more than just a physical touch. You are disconnecting spiritually and emotionally. I've taught you the determinant in life. You need to learn what the determinant is. And the determinant is something that is not seen. Everything in your life has a determinant. And the determinant is something that's not seen. The Bible says the things that are seen are made by things that are what? Not seen. The not seen is a determinant if you'll get the seen. So when you say, don't touch me, you might just be thinking about the scene, the touch. But something is happening in the spiritual realm. You're disconnecting. Uh -huh. It's the truth. You're disconnecting. Marriages that no longer have intimacy began with, don't touch me. And then, don't touch me became, I don't want to be with you anymore then became, I don't love you anymore. Then became, we might as well not live together anymore. But the determinant was a small, silly things. Determinants are silly things that you can ignore. Are you in the house? So we are talking about the body language of prayer. Amen? Just like on earth we have sign language for people who cannot hear, we have body language of how we speak to God. Amen? Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 8 lifted up his hands before the Lord and blessed the Lord. Nehemiah, as he was preaching, he said, Amen, Amen, and the people lifted up their hands and joined with a great Amen. So when we are in service, it's important for all of us to be unified in lifting hands, to be unified in our body language. Are you in the house? Next, next, Job chapter 11, verse 13, we said, if you doubt in your heart, if you devote, if you devote your heart to God, your ability to stretch your hands out to God is a heart issue. Your ability to lift up your hands in prayer. How many of you have ever come to church and felt convicted? Like, I don't want to worship uh, this, this wretched man that I am. How many of you know the wretched man? Let me see how many liars are in the house. How many of you know the wretched man? Look around. Anyone without their hands up, pray for them for a spirit of truth. Because there are times you come to church and you feel filthy. You feel like, I don't deserve to lift up my hands. I don't deserve to connect with God today. When you lift up your hands, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Look at this. 
if thou prepare thy heart, if thou prepare thy heart and stretch out thy hands towards him. For you to lift up your hands like this, your heart has to say, Lord, I'm ready. Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. I give, I give you me. 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 Here I am, Lord. Hands lifted. How many hearts are ready? Can we try it? How many? No, you're not waiting for the keyboard. Let me, let me see how many are waiting for the keyboard to get their heart ready. How many of you are waiting for the keyboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Switch mics. There it is. There it is. Hands lifted. Hands lifted. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. My heart is ready. I have prepared. I've readied my heart, my mind, my soul. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to me. Touch me in a new way. Touch me supernaturally. Right now, you are speaking the body language of prayer. Body language of prayer. The, what you're doing right now is very holy. Very, very holy. Very holy. Very holy. Very holy work. Very holy. You're connecting with heavens. You're connecting with heavens. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So your lifting up of your hands is connected to the determinant which is the heart. Psalms 28 verse 2. Glory to God. Psalms 28 verse 2. Psalms 28 verse 2. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. These teachings, church, will transform your life forever. They will change your prayer life. They will change your destiny. They will change your ability to get answered prayers. Amen? Uh, hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands towards thy holy oracle. Watch this. The psalmist says, hear my voice. And that is the dimension or the level that many people are at. Your dimension that many people do because you are taught in Sunday school is our Father who art in heaven, the voice prayer. But there is another dimension which is the supplication. Supplication is your voice having the emotion of your heart. When your emotion of your heart is added to your words, how many of you know you can pray just, the other day my son, we were blessing the food on the dinner table and he was very hungry. And I said, son, pray for the food. He said, God is good, good food, let's eat, amen. I said, he said a very quick prayer. I said, there was no heart in that prayer. Your heart posture was wrong. So when you add your heart to your voice, how many of you have ever been spoken to with emotion? Like someone spoke to you. How many ladies here like being spoken to with nice emotion? Let me see. All right, ladies, put your hands down. How many men like when the wife says nice things with emotion? Ah, you mean even men like emotional words? God doesn't want dry, empty words. He wants your heart in it. And when your heart is in it, something else happens. The Bible says, when I cry unto thee. So Lord, Lord, I love you. God, Lord, I love you. And then from I love you goes to, oh Lord, I love you. Oh. It's, it's deeper dimensions. 
Are you getting the lesson? Your body, like I love you with my whole body, with my tears, with my heart, with my mind. I love you. Like that. Like that. Is, is all of you. Then look what happens. When I lift up my hands towards you, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. If, if, if I told you, Tierra, if I came to you and said, Tierra, I love you. The, and, and I came to you and said, Tierra, I love you. Which one felt nicer? Like this. So just sitting there telling God, I love you. Yeah, I love you. But I love you though. You, you like died for me and stuff. I love you though. Bet. God, I'm in church. Of course I love you. There's nothing. It's empty. Tell your neighbor it's empty words. It's empty words. But Lord, Lord, I came to your house. I just want to say I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. I just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Me, I sing in the key of L, the key of love. I love you more than any. Mm, mm, mm. I love you, Jesus. I worship and come on, love on. Just want to tell you. Hands lifted. That's it. More than it. Oh, connect to the heavens. Connect to the heavens. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Oh, it's special. It's special. It's special. It's special. You know, we, we, that, that right there, we can stay there. We can... We can stay there for, like, this, we can lose the service right there. Now imagine if that's how you came into church every service. Now imagine if that's how you, you walked around your house. How much will your life change? You know, the problems that you worry about are because you don't know how to pray. The Bible says in all things through prayer. Don't worry just, just when situations come your way, just tell the Lord, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore. People acting crazy. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. 
A situation hits you in life. Hits you hard. Body language. Body language. So I pray to God that we become intercessors who understand body language. Put your hands together and bless him. Have you made a note of the dimensions in Psalms 28? Yes, there will be an exam at some point. Psalms 28. When you lift up your hands like this, there is something that is a determinant in God. Determinants. Remember, determinants are the real thing. They are the real thing. They are the seed that causes productivity. The things that are not seen, the things that are seen are made by the things that are unseen. The unseen is the determinant. The determinant, when you lift up your hands to God, you are telling God he is holy. And you are acknowledging the holiness of God. The holiness of God. People who take God for granted don't lift up their hands. They don't, it's like we are equals, we are equals. It's like me and you are the same, it's no problem. You just happen to be God and I happen to be John. It's, it's the same. But like this, how many of you know you lift up your hands to people you respect? The police officer is, is a sign. It's a sign of respect. It's a sign of respect. When people are very afraid, they do something with their body. Amen? Psalms, Psalms 47, verse 1. Not only do we stretch our hands, not only do we do palm up, but we also clap our hands. Amen? It is important to clap our hands. Our time is gone, so this is two more scriptures and we are done. Look at Psalms 47 verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, oh ye, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. How many of you heard the shout that was released in this place during Get Up Girl? Yeah. The moment the church of Jesus Christ realizes the power in the shout, they will realize how oppressive the church has been in the last decade. Because the devil always tries to remove the things that are determinants, powerful things. So shouting is considered foolishness, but the walls of Jericho fell with a shout. Shouting is considered foolishness, but in Thessalonians, the Bible says, when Jesus comes back, the way you know he's coming back, he's coming back with a shout. So Jesus is coming back with the things that people consider foolishness. The things that we consider foolishness, he's coming back, that's his sign, with a shout of all the saints. So can all the saints in this house raise a great shout? Yeah, and a hallelujah to it. When you learn the power of a shout, uh, 
the shout, make these notes down, the shout is powerful because all ages, when a baby comes out of the womb, they come out with a shout. I've always taught you that somebody had to teach you to be quiet in church. You are not, that is not your natural spiritual self. The Bible says the blind man who reached out to Jesus shouted. Whenever people approach Jesus, there is an engagement of their shout. Somebody had religion had to teach you to be quiet in church. And unfortunately, we learn from our forefathers. So someone taught them. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you become destructive, right? The Bible says, shout all ye people. It's when it's time to shout, shout. You understand? The second thing about a shout is, so all ages can do it, all nations. If I went to China, if I went to Africa, to the tribe, the Kikuyu tribe, and I said, Horabu, that means shout. I said, Horabu. There are some Kikuyus on that side. I said, Horabu. Everyone will shout. If I come to America and I say, shout. If I go to London and I say, shout. If I go to the western or the eastern part of Africa and I say, Piga Kelele! If I went to Japan, every place I go, the command will be different, but the shout will be the same. We all as humans shout the same. Are you flowing with me? And prayer are similar words. Hallelujah. The angels say hallelujah the same way you say hallelujah. The angels say holy the same way you say holy. The, the words of prayer are a prayer language. So prayer, when you shout, it's universal. When you clap, it's universal. So it's important for us to realize the power that's in a shout. Are you in the house? So the lesson today is engage your body in prayer. Ready your heart, engage your body in prayer. And it's as much prayer as it is when you say, Our Father who art in heaven. Next Sunday, we are going to be talking about bowing down. As for bowing, as for bowing, what is bowing before the Lord? Then we will also talk about some issues that are controversial about covering your head. What does it mean to cover your head?